Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. How are you doing today, Michael? Man, Stephen, I'm doing good here in Georgia. What's things looking like there in Phoenix? Oh, my gosh. I know people can't see this, but this is like a poster. 72 degrees. 72. And wait a minute. Yep, sunny. Sunny. For a minute. Shocking. I thought I saw a cloud, but it was just an airplane flying by. It was... (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I was talking to somebody else there in Phoenix that you know very well the other day, and uh, he asked me, hey, how are things going there, and how's the weather? And I said, well, at the moment, actually, it's raining. And he says, ooh, that's bad weather. <laughs> it's just rain. It's not a big deal. And he's like, no, I haven't seen rain in forever. Yeah, when we, when it rains in Phoenix, the first thing you do is fix all the leaks in your roof. <laughs> right, right, right. That's that's the only. I know it worked. That's the only way you know, uh, you know, but the status of your roof because during the summer when it's a hundred and fifteen hundred and twenty and all these expansions and things and contractions are happening and then it rains, you just you just put buckets everywhere. I was going to say, I bet that's when you determine whether or not you have enough buckets. That's right? correct. That's when you go to Home Depot and get the five gallon, what are they called? The Homer or whatever. The right, yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's good. It's beautiful here in Phoenix. Had a, you know, good. a great, great holiday coming up here. Got the Christmas tree up. Things are pointing up. Got a lot of Christmas shopping done for the kids. And, and, oh, that's great. Oh, have my that gosh. Behind you. That's a big deal. Oh, it's, it's great. I think we're actually done with the kids. So we're, um, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, getting it done early. So we're looking forward to the holidays and, you know, taking some time off and getting started again. So what, what do you think today, Michael? There's a lot of things you and I were talking about. You have a good topic in mind. What is it? Well, I just thought we would talk about a, a struggle that I know I've experienced, especially over the last couple of weeks. Um, and I, realistically, I'm probably going to experience this every time or every year about this time until I fully shift into my side gig business full time. And that is just this struggle to balance the day job, the real job and the business that I'm building just because this time of the year, the real job is really, really busy. You know, uh, just this past week, I was talking to somebody uh, in, in my day job and I said, man, it's been really busy the last couple of weeks. I said, it feels like one of those four day work weeks where you have Friday off. You know, what you try to do is you try to cram five days of work into four, right? Well, here in the month of say mid-November to mid to late December, it feels like we're trying to cram really three months of work into six weeks, you know? And so what that does is every minute of every day is totally consumed by the real job, right? And yeah, there's some some after hours time that I have, but don't forget, I've got a family and I'm not gonna just abandon them and things like that. So I've really had some struggles of late in the last couple of weeks with maintaining some momentum and doing some things in the side business that that feels like I'm maintaining the momentum that I should. So I thought we'd talk about that struggle today. How's that sound? No, it sounds timely, actually, because with the holidays upon us and the requirements of our full-time 
day jobs ramping up right now with the new year coming and trying to close the year strong. And it's just a natural time and place that a lot of our attention is diverted. So it's important that we, that we understand that and recognize that there are seasons in our side hustle, our side gig that are going to be more advantageous, more, more available for us to work. And, and how do we process that mentally? How do we process that, you know, with our schedule and our time? So I think it's a great topic. I'm looking forward to it. Let's go. Yeah. So, you know, I think the first thing to acknowledge, especially for the situation that you and I find ourselves, neither of us are are punching a clock at, at work, right? We, we don't have to show up at 8am and punch a clock. And, and then at lunch, we punch out for 30 minutes and punch back in and, so every minute of our day is not supervised the way some people in our audience, that may be their, their reality in their, their day job. Uh, but also additionally, you and I, I mean, we're, we're kind of sitting at our computers and we're sitting at our phones 100% of the time throughout the day. And, and again, others in our audience may be in one of those situations where during the normal working hours, you're nowhere near your computer or your phone uh, you know, you may have one of those jobs where that's just not available to you. And so I, I would acknowledge that there's potentially people in our audience that have even a bigger struggle than you and I recognize as it relates to balancing these two and finding the time to work on our, you know, our side business. Typically, throughout the day, throughout the, the normal business hours of the day, I can find maybe an hour or so within the day that I could work on the side business. I could make a phone call to someone or I could sit down at my computer and do something or, or, or schedule a meeting, or, you know, with someone. But just during this season of time, I really, really can't do that. And so I'm, I'm really forced to uh, utilize those, you know, off hours, those outside the normal business hours. I'm, I'm forced to use that time to try to drive the business. And one of the struggles that I've had this week or last couple of weeks actually is, uh, working with other people. Um, like uh, I mentioned to you guys in our mastermind group that I wanted to find a copywriter to work with a copywriter related to a couple of pages on the website that I'm, I'm redoing. And yeah, uh, you know, after hours, I can do the research and, and look up some, some examples and I can kind of narrow in on a few copywriters that maybe I want to talk to and maybe, you know, kind of pseudo interview them. Well, then the challenge become, I reach out to them and I said, Hey, you know, I'm, I I got a project, you know, what's your process and and that kind of thing. And the response is probably typical response is, well, let's, let's meet, let's, let's have a phone call. Let's get on a zoom call, this, that. And then when it comes to then scheduling that, well, they don't necessarily want to meet at 7 PM on a, you know, Thursday evening or Saturday morning or, but at the moment anyway, that's all I have. That's all the time I have. And so it's just a, it's just a big struggle, but I I acknowledge there's probably some audience members out there that have an even bigger struggle than you and I experience. And and you hit the nail on the head and you and I, we're really fortunate because we don't have to punch a clock. We do have flexibility, which, you know, at lunch or something, if we need to catch up on something, I know at lunch or when I have a, a few minutes of downtime, I 
you know, I have a couch. I'm fortunate to have a couch in my office. Sometimes I'll take a 10-minute nap, honestly. Mm, those you know, are glorious, man. You know, some, sometimes it, it doesn't happen often, but uh, there are some times and some points where I'm just kind of wiped and I'm just like, I'm going to lay down for 10 minutes. I know, I know I'm fortunate. Not everybody has that opportunity. And, you know, at lunch or something, I might, you know, build a page on the website. I might go in and listen to some of the courses that I've purchased and listen to a module and listen to something that's piqued my interest or something like that. Uh, I, I acknowledge I'm very fortunate to be able to manage my day around different activities and events. And, and I do a lot of my work in the morning and I, a lot of my side hustle work early. And then I do a lot of it late and I kind of leave the balance of the day for for my full-time employer. And then if I can fit something in, great, but that's kind of a bonus. I look at that as a bonus, but to your point, you know, this time of year and everything that's going on and in, in your copywriter, trying to get a copywriter to them, it's perfectly normal to have a 10 AM phone call. I mean, why? Right. I don't understand why Michael can't meet with me at 10 AM. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, they may have been there a few years ago, Right. But right now, that's their their you know mission or their full time gig is is copywriting, and that can come anytime. That is usually not convenient for us, right? Because right. exactly because uh, of the season that we're in. But you know, it just it just says that when you have a side business and when you have all these things to do, and then you throw into the mix the day job and. We're very fortunate to be able to have that day job. It facilitates and it allows us to do these things. So we take none of that for granted. We we don't want to shortchange or cheat that. So that's why at times we have to make you know important decisions that are going to put one of the, put this side hustle, this side op thing that we're working put puts it on the shelf a little while. But yeah, doesn't mean it sits there and stagnates that means it's on a momentary pause or it's just maybe another day another week that it sits but it's not stagnating it's not out of sight out of mind it's from a timing perspective it's something that we have to balance in our lives and to your point also about family we could choose you know six o'clock at night till midnight we could work six hours a day on it if we chose to but right you know, we have to have those priorities in our balance because, because as human beings, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, we have all these elements in our life. Most people have day jobs and family time and things like that. You know, we throw in this other spoke of the wheel, which means it's, it's a little harder to balance, but I tell you, we do it because we enjoy it. We're passionate about it. And we see the future for what it will be and what it will become, not the challenge that it is today. These are all deposits into the bank account of hope and the future and growth and, and doing our own thing. So it's just a matter of, of timing and how we get there. And sometimes it doesn't go as quick as we like. And you know what? That's, that's okay. And we just right. have to understand that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, you and I have been around long enough. You've heard plenty of people complain about this idea of work-life balance and, and, you know, how do I, I keep those things in proper balance so that I'm still devoting enough energy and time and so forth to my family, as well as, you know, getting the work done that needs to get done. And, and then you and I and others in our audience here, we then throw in that third dimension here of, well, I also have a business that I want to 
uh, grow. I want to start and I, and I want to grow. Uh, and, and I think it's important that we acknowledge the path that you and I have taken to go down as it relates to building this as a side gig rather than kind of jump in with both feet. You know, I, I hear a lot of stories and, and frankly, I hear a lot of horror stories of people that, that leave, you know, a good paying corporate job and they just jump both feet right into starting their own business. Sometimes that goes well. I think the majority of the time it doesn't go all that well. And you just put so much pressure and stress and strain, not only on yourself, but also on your family. And, you know, you and I have both taken the, the approach to this, that we're going to keep the day job. We're going to keep the, the corporate job that we have, and we're going to build these businesses on the side. And we're going to do that for the sake of making sure that we don't introduce this added stress and pressure and all to our families. Um, and I think, you know, some people may look at that and say, well, you just don't have the courage to, to take the big leap and things like that. And yeah, okay. You can say that if you want. I, I look at it as I'm doing it in, in a wise manner, right? I'm, I'm uh, trying to take wise steps and so forth. Um, but again, I mean, you know, we have the situation where we, we can't grow the business then as fast as we want to grow it when that's the case. And I'd rather make the wise decision to maintain a good relationship with my family and make sure I'm still giving them the energy and the time that they deserve, as well as provide for them through the corporate job and then just see my side business not grow as fast as I would want it to. I'd rather make that sacrifice, at least in this stage of my, of my life right now. But also, that means I'm not going to cheat the day job. I'm going to honor the day job that I have that is paying me. Um, you know, I, I, you and I are, again, in the same boat in, in the reality that we enjoy our day jobs. We enjoy what we're doing. We enjoy the teams and the people that we're working with. Now, I recognize some in our audience may be in the opposite boat, right? They don't like their day job. They, it, it just sucks the life out of them or they're not enjoying the people that they're working with. But I would say even in that case, when you're taking this approach that you and I are, where you, you are building this as a side gig, you've got to maintain your character. You've got to maintain your integrity to honor that job that you have that's paying you, uh, it, it, you know, and likely paying you the, the funds to pay your bills and your mortgage and, and all of those, you know, keep your family, um, you know, indoors and running water and, and those kind of things. Um, so you've got to honor that. You've got to maintain the character and the integrity to honor that and not cheat your corporate job out of your time, out of your energy. And, and in our case, likewise, again, we're leading people. And those people in our corporate jobs, they deserve the very best version of us. And so, again, it's just super important that we maintain that and honor that and give that job the time it deserves and needs. And at times, it needs overtime, if you will, so it's important that we devote that to that team and that corporate job and maintain that integrity and character, even though our side gig isn't moving as fast as we would hope. And to your point, it's, it's just being very wise and smart to, to not just say, hey, I'm done. I'm going to go do this side thing. I'm going to figure out a way to make it work. You can do that. And you may not get all that you hope for as a result, but that's one of the reasons that I started this. And I wish I would have started earlier. There's always some wishes out there, but I wish I would have started early, but I started this couple of years ago 
And knowing that I wasn't intending to just flip a switch and step full throttle into something that wasn't proven yet, right? Because just mm-hmm. since we've known each other, I've pivoted all around. And, and what we've talked about, you know, you and I, and then with our mastermind group, just, you know, going from the aerospace topic to different things and trying to figure out what was going to stick and what I was most interested in. And, and I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Now beginning to get traction, now beginning to see some things happen and some benefit had I not gone through those experiences and learning experiences. So I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to take a, a full step into this a couple of years ago, and I'm still not ready to take, you know, a full you know step into this. It's about this, this start early, know that this is a slow burn. This mm-hmm. is a slow burn that gets a little bit stronger each and every day. And it's going to take time to get the acceleration needed from that slow burn before you can really, you know, position yourself, position, you know, in my case, this this aerospace thing and and the and not the aerospace thing, the uh, army promotion point, uh, things that I'm working on to get that to a point where that can be more than kind of hobby money, right? Not mm-hmm. hobby money. That's nice. And the day job affords me the opportunity and, and the benefit to do that. It pays for all these crazy tools that I buy. And you know, I'm a tool geek. I love yep. my tools and my courses and I'm a big self-improvement guy, self, you know, development guy. I like to learn. I like to grow and, and my day job positions me for that. But when it comes to my day job, I intentionally dial in on that when I'm there. Mm-hmm. I dial in. Number one, I want to give value back to my company. Number two, mm-hmm. I owe it to your point of us being leaders of people. We want to make sure that we're not uh, sacrificing or giving them anything less than our full uh, ability to help them get to where they need to go to transform themselves into better leaders, better individual contributors, better engineers, better fill in the blank because it's not fair to them. It's not fair to our employer. I work, I work for a great CEO who is, uh, you know, very people oriented. He recognizes that. I appreciate that. And I owe it to not only the company, that pays my salary, but I owe a personal debt of uh, gratitude to the person I work for in the company, the CEO, because he's entrusted me with a very, you know, a lot of people, Michael, would love to have our jobs. I am convinced that people, if we were bowling pins, people would be trying to knock us down uh, every day. We are I know I am so grateful and fortunate and I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to, to live up to those expectations, not only just out of personal pride and accountability, but for the people who have put me in those roles and the people that I serve in those roles and not sell them short at all. But that is how I fit in the side business. That's how I decide in these seasons of when I can sprint two weeks ago, I was on vacation. I had a lot of extra time 
to go spend and develop and work on things and create and do things. And, and this last week, not so much. We're at a pivotal part of the year. We got these things going on with getting ready for next year and closing out this year. Just not as much time to spend. And that's okay. We talked about that. It's okay to be able to compartmentalize, to be able to put something on the shelf. You're not putting it in a vault. You're just putting it up on a shelf and you'll pull it back off the, off the shelf. And uh, it's just important that, that you not try to be everything to everybody in, in this. You can't serve both of these, both of these activities the same way and, and think that's right. going to get you anywhere. So you've got to just recognize that and compartmentalize and serve what needs to be served in that season that you're in. Yeah, you know, I think there's there's a couple of things that we really have to be uh, on the lookout for. And that is, you know, are we sacrificing things in our life that are even more important than the day job and the side business? And, and for me, that would be family, right? And I've just got to be intentionally on the lookout to ensure that I'm not making decisions either in my corporate job or in my side business that is sacrificing too much to my family. Now, I will, I will be the first to say, I have a very understanding and supportive family, both my wife and my children. Uh, my children are all teenagers right now, and, and even they are supportive of what I'm doing. And so they understand when I'm, you know, when I'm upstairs in my office and it's in the evening and, and, and I'm not necessarily sitting around in the den with them, or, they understand that, they get that. So they're super supportive but I've got to be the one that's on the lookout to make sure that I'm not sacrificing too much and taking too much of me away from them. But then secondly, I've got to be on the lookout for burnout, right? I mean, it's so easily can you spend 40 plus, you know, 50 plus hours in your corporate get job and then another, you know, try to spend another 40 in your side gig. And before you know it, health is declining, you know, sleep is, is non-existent uh, you start to, you, you know, your diet just goes all wonky because maybe you're grabbing fast food all the time or or something like that. You just got to really be on the lookout uh, because kind of to the point you were you were making there, you've got to think long term here. This is a slow burn. This is a marathon. This building a business, especially building a side gig, a side business, it is definitely a marathon. And you've got to be on the lookout for these things along the way to make sure that you're not going to burn yourself out before you get there, or you're going to end up, you know, separating your family before you get there. Cause when you, you know, when you have that stress within your family, it affects your side business too. I mean, there's just no way to disconnect those two. So like a marathon, sometimes when you, when you realize I'm, I'm running too fast right now to make it to the end, well, what do you do? You slow down a little bit. You, you, you lower your pace, you slow your pace so that you can make it to the end of the marathon. You don't just keep up that same fast pace realizing, well, I'll never get there because I'll burn out before I get there. So you got to make that wise decision to allow the slowing of your side gig pace. In my, you know, my opinion, that's, that's where the wise decision is. Let's just slow things down here and we'll pick them back up later and, and continue the marathon then. And what I've discovered about family is, and you, you mentioned this, you know, when you're up in your office, the family kind of knows, okay, dad's up there uh, working on working on the business. So let's, let's, uh, you know, let him have his time and space. But that could suck us in. 
that that can suck. That I know it sucks me in. And and the challenge is is I have a very supportive family as well. Of my wife Nadia is absolutely all in. She's wonderful. The kids are understanding. And because of that, they are reluctant to interrupt me, right? They're reluctant to interrupt me. And because of that, if I allow myself to get sucked into this, this time warp of working on this business, and you know, as well as I do, when you get into a project, for example, I know you're beginning to work on your website to do some different things there. And you start getting into this rhythm and you kind of get head down. The time can go quickly and uh, you can spend a lot more time than you anticipated or, or intended. And a lot of times the family won't interrupt you because they think, okay, we're leaving dad alone, right? We're leaving him alone. And then you wake up, you, 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 you put your head up and you look at the clock and it's 11 o'clock at night and you realize you haven't done anything with the family right. and they're not necessarily going to poke and prod because they recognize how important this is to, to us. So it's, it's really important for us to, to have that responsibility and ownership of that to say, Hey, even though no one's, no one's really clamoring for time or wanting to do things as a family, that doesn't mean it's any less important that we still have to find a way to just you know, turn it off and stop. It'll be here tomorrow or the next day or whenever that next time is that we pick it up again. But it can absolutely monopolize time if you allow it. And I'm I'm bad at that at times because I get so passionate into the middle of something that I'm working on and you just have to stop. You just have to stop and mm -hmm. and put your head up, go spend time with your family. Like my family and I last night, we sat down and watched a movie together. Uh, it was kind of late. It was like at 10 o'clock. We, we all sat down. We watched a movie together and uh, it was good. But I could have just stayed in the office and worked right, right through that. Wouldn't have been any problem for me because I would have had plenty to do. But I recognize that. And you have to be intentional or yep. it can easily not happen. And you can fly right through that in your life. Yeah, I just want to be really, really careful that I don't ever find myself in a position where I'm taking advantage of their support, right? They're being very, very supportive. They're being very understanding and encouraging even, right? I mean, they, uh, some of my, some of my, my most encouraging fans are my own family, but I don't ever want to feel like I'm taking advantage of the fact that they support me the way they do by spending, you know, too much time or, or especially away from them or away from activities that we typically enjoy together. And, uh, you know, I, my children's sporting events. I've always been super diligent. I'm not going to miss those events. And I don't want this side gig to ever get me in a position where, uh, you know, well, my son will understand if I miss his basketball game. No, I don't want to take advantage of that support that they're giving me. So I want to make sure that I balance that. But, but then that puts us in a position where it's impossible. It's literally impossible for us to maintain the corporate gig, the day, the day job, maintain good family uh, relationships and time and energy there, maintain our own, you know, health and well-being and avoiding burnout and run these businesses as fast as we can. And so we find ourselves in this impossible situation. And I believe the wise choice when you're faced with that decision as a, as a, you know, building a business the way we are I think the wise choice is just to recognize that you have the flexibility to slow down your side business 
and then come back to it when when this season of life is is past, right? So, so for instance, with the uh, the copywriters, um, a couple of them that I've reached out to, I've had to kind of say, well, hey, you know what? It's either going to be the week between Christmas and New Year that we can schedule some time, or it's going to be early next year. Now, that means that I'm probably not going to meet the deadline. I'd kind of put on myself a deadline to have all these pages on my website redone by the end of the year. Well, I may have some of those that are not complete by the end of the year. That's okay. I'm going to spend Christmas with my family, not working on a website. I'm going to honor the job that I have and all the work that's got to get done between now and Christmas because we we shut the place down during the week between Christmas and New Year. And so that's why I'm telling these copywriters, it'll probably be that week or even next year. But I'm making the decision that some of those goals that I have for my side business, they may not happen before the end of the year, but I won't be burnt out when I get there. I won't have destroyed any kind of relationships with my family, and I will have honored the job that's paying the bills for my family as well. So that's kind of the decision I'm making throughout the rest of this year as it relates to growing the side business. Yeah, those are great points. It's It comes down to a couple of things for me, and I'll wind up uh, here with me. It's It's know your priorities, know what's important, right? You have uh, day job, side gig, family. Likely you might have a couple other things in there. Also know your commitments. You are committed to something. For me, I'm committed to my full-time day job and all that it entails, the responsibilities that I have to the company and to people on my team, knowing that I can't sack, you know, sell them short in any way, shape, or form, knowing that if that means that my second priority of, you know, priority, you know, one here, you got to make sure your family is good, two, you've, you've got your day job, three, whatever time you can, work your side hustle, make sure that it just moves forward, and just be okay. Be okay if it doesn't move forward. It's okay. It's like your your copywriter, if it goes to the first of the year, big deal. It's right. not the end of the world. If a copywriter really wants to work with you, then they'll find 30 minutes or an hour during seven o'clock at night or on the weekend. And if they can't, then you'll do it between Christmas and New Year's. You'll do it in the new year. And so be it. Goals are goals. They're not written in stone. They're written on paper. Actually, they're typed, so you can just hit the backspace button and redo them. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the great thing about them. But know your priorities. Know your commitments. Try to really stay on top of those and don't sell the the thing short that you can't afford to sell short. And that starts with family, right? Starts with family. And if, if your family is not getting what they need and you're not getting what you need with the family, then... Does anything else really matter at that point? Because right. you're going to be so uh, uh, unhappy and and you know disconnected, discombobulated. I'm not sure you're going to perform well anywhere uh, at any time. So that that's that's the way I think about it, and uh, it's really good conversation. I appreciate the topic today. Yeah, you know, and and I would just add to that one thing, Stephen. I totally agree. You you got to know what your priorities are. You got to know what you're committed to. Like with us, it's our family, it's our day jobs, and so forth. Uh, I would just add to that one dimension, and that is you got to be intentional to be on the lookout for those things. Because like you and I have kind of alluded to, this 
spending gross amounts of late night hours on our business can sneak up on us. Um, and so you just got to really, really be intentional about being on the lookout for, are you, you know, are you, is your family life struggling? Are you facing, you know, emotional or physical burnout, mental burnout in some way? You got to be intentional to be on the lookout for those things. But, but, you know, in, in our discussion in this podcast episode, it was the desire of Stephen and I to convey to you guys in the audience that if you're struggling to start and grow your business, we get it. We understand. We've been there. We'll, we're still there. Um, and so we understand what you're going through. And so that was our hope in sharing this, this podcast episode with you was to just convey to you that, that uh, we understand, convey to you that you're not alone. You're not the only one that faces these kind of struggles. I know it feels like at times you're the only one that faces these types of struggles, but you're not, you're not in this alone. Stephen and I are right there with you. And we just hope that in some way, our discussion through this enables you, helps you to work through your own challenges in building your business. So takeaways here, be sure you head over to our website, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. And you can check out the show notes for this particular episode. This is episode number 62. You can check out the show notes there and every other show that we've had. You can see the show notes there. Uh, Stephen has links to his business there on the website as well. And so do I. Uh, you can see everything that I'm doing in my online business with through the links that are there as well. So our encouragement to you this week, until we speak to you again next week, get after it and go build your business.